every the first thing if you want to have a mega church is to have a vision for a mega church and i didn't understand it it was only when i started traveling around having crusades and pastors conferences that i understood that many pastors don't have any vision for any mega church oh yes especially pastors of churches which are big institutions you know where you are appointed you are ordained you are put in position the church is there already you know such pastors don't have any vision many of them yeah but if you have a vision for a mega church you start praying more you fast you, you, you think about the church one of the things you see in countries which are not developed is you see that they have leaders who are not thinking about the people or they are not even thinking about the country once I was in France about 500 miles from the capital from Paris in a small town then I traveled and I came back to that town again and when I came I saw that they had made a little roundabout I traveled I came back to that small town I saw that they have made more changes and I realized that they have leaders who are thinking about something which is even 500 miles away from the capital you must be a good pastor by thinking thinking about the church amen so I want you to have a vision for a mega church. Number three, a mega church is the destiny of all churches. It says in Job 8 verse 7, though thy beginning is small, thy latter end, thy latter end should greatly increase. So, the latter end of the church in Rwanda is that it will be greatly increased. 
aho muzasoreza itoro ryo mu Rwanda itoro ryo Rwanda rizaguka cyane imana ishimwe and which of country you are from you know there are people all over the world who have always come against churches in my experience i've seen people fighting the church the church is something supernatural fighting the church is a big mistake it's a mistake. You know, when I started our church uh, and I chose to be a pastor, people thought I've made a mistake. Yeah. Is businesses will go down. A church will still be there. When, when I started the church, I can mention businesses in Ghana that are not there, but the church is still there. Number one, I mention some of the businesses. I mention some of the businesses in Ghana. They are not there anymore. Number one, Ghana Airways. It is not there. But, but the church is there. Yes. Number two. There was a big shop. A big supermarket. You know, a, a chain, chain of supermarket. Like, I don't know if you have shop right in Rwanda. Do you have shop right here? Okay. Okay, I don't know your shops, but we had shops like a shop called Kingsway. Yeah, Kingsway shop. It does not exist. And what other things? Uh, UTC. UTC. Another shop called Multi Stores. There was another shop that was selling Audi, Audi cars. They are all vanished into thin air. But the church is marching on. Political parties that were there. When, when we were starting our church, there was a party called UNC. It is not there. There was another party called PDP. It is gone. Another party called what? Heritage Party. It is gone. But the church is there. And it is growing stronger. So, 
The, vis- the prophetic direction for the church is that in the end, the church will be bigger, it will be stronger, it will be better. That is the prophetic direction of the church. So when you have a vision for a mega church, you are having a vision for something that is going to be, is, is definitely going to come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. How many want to join the winning team? You know, it's always nice when you are supporting the team that is winning. When you are supporting the team that is losing, you see that they are always playing the football near your goalpost. And, and your mouth is in your stomach. Oh, yes. In Ghana, you know me, I don't watch soccer because I'm tired of heart, heart aches. <laughs> So what I do is that I just uh, listen to the area just because and if it's quiet throughout I know we have lost Naise because if we score one goal the whole country will start shouting so that is my strategy for this world cup how many want to be on the winning team of mega church the church is going to grow in Rwanda. The church is going to increase. 10 years from now. 20 years from now. You'll be surprised in Rwanda. The whole country will be covered with the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Number four. You must have a mega church because most pastors are deceived into thinking that the work is done already. Pastors think that oh, there's church everywhere. Yes. But you see, this is not, you should not be your mind. Oh yes. If once you have that mind, you cannot work well. You must have a mind that it has the work has not been done. Rather than thinking, oh, there is this church, there is that church. There's... When you go to the churches, you'll be surprised that there's nobody in the church. Oh, yes. You see, 
you, 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 a country can, they can say, oh, this country is 70% Christian, but when you go into it, you find that they, are, they don't even go to church. Every time I want to start a church, that is the number one message I get from Satan. That there is no need. There's already church here. There's no need. Yes. There's no need. There's no need. The, the church is there already. There is this church, there's that, there's Catholic, there's Anglican, there's Methodist, there's SDA, there's Presbyterian, there's Baptist, there's Assemblies of God. What you, you are not needed. And then immediately you feel, ah, it's true. What I'm doing is, no, is unnecessary. But that is a great deception. That's a great deception. Oh, yes. Your church is needed. Your church is necessary. Yes. Your church is important for Rwanda. Your church is important for Uganda. Ah, Uganda will fail without you, I'm telling you. Uganda, Uganda Yes. Don't, don't, let the, don't let the devil speak to you to be quiet. Yes. Every time I hear the devil, the devil say, it's not necessary. When I was going to start a church in London, the devil told me, you know, there are churches here. This is not necessary. What are you doing? Today, our churches in the UK are some of the largest and thriving churches in, the, in, in England. Oh, yes. Lot of young people. Full, the whole church is full. One time, my, my wife had a program in Leeds. The whole city was covered with yellow. The, all the ladies were wearing yellow. The whole city was covered with yellow ladies wearing yellow. The whole city was covered with yellow. Yes. Yes. When I'm going to when I'm going to tell the story of Lazarus and the rich man, the devil will tell me, you know, this story is not necessary. Everybody knows this story. There's no need to say all these things and so on. Then one day I met a young man. He told me I was in, he was, I said, I, he said I was in the university. I came to a crusade. I was standing at the back. 
He said, you told the story of Lazarus and the rich man. He said, I've never heard it before. He said, Ghanaian. He said, I've never heard that before. He was in second or third year in the university. He said, I've never heard it before. He said, I was standing there. I was sitting there. My heart was beating. You made an altar call, the first one. I didn't come. Second altar call, I didn't come. He said, you did a third. He said, this is the last call. He said, I don't know what moved me. I just started moving. And I decided when he told me, I said, oh, God forgive me. I will never be tired of telling this story of Lazarus and the rich man. Amen. Number five. You must have a mega church because God's will is that his house may be filled. What does the Bible say? Go out and compel them that my house may be filled. Look at your church. Is it full? Is it full? It can be full. I said it can be full. You know, a, pra- a pastor sent me a message the other day and he said, you know, in this book it's called Church Growth. It is possible. It is possible. Yeah. I know one of the greatest attacks on all pastors is discouragement. Yeah. Discouragement. Yes. You know, when you stand and there's nobody there, <laughs> it's, it's a feeling. The devil speaks to you before you can speak. The devil tells you, you know, you are not a powerful pastor. The devil tells you, you know, your message is not good. People are not interested. They are not blessed. The devil tells you that somebody else, if somebody else was preaching, the whole place would have been full. And the devil tells you that, you see, you, 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 you will never see such an empty hall in 
Pastor so and so's church. You will never see something like Satan that. Satan has come here to say, "Be nizine be zamba yubusha nuzi jeruzi vona nitororiaru na kani bivayu." Hey, the devil is lying. Oh, Satan arabesha. Every pastor has days where people don't come to church. Umba, buri mushuma we sajadiri bihe aba nubataza mitorero. And not only days, seasons, seasons. Seasons. It's because you are new in this work. So a pastor has to be determined. I will never give up. I will never give up. My house shall be filled. House shall be filled. It can be filled. Yes. It's possible. 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 Amen. Amen. And when you have this vision, you keep, you keep working. 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 And when you don't know what to do, God will show you. You know, one of the things I've seen is that it's like Jesus is standing here with you in your ministry. And he's ready to tell you a secret. Do this. Do this now. Do this now. Do this now. Yes. You know, when I went to Korea, I saw Yongi Cho in a stadium, Olympic Stadium, uh, World Cup Stadium, on Monday morning, full. And I was preaching to my people now, and I was saying that I don't know how ever one day I can also have a stadium full of people like this. And I look at these people, I preach to them. Ah, they seem to be reducing as I'm preaching. Atero, <laughs> You know, so God is always about to tell you something. How many are ready for God to speak to you? Now, if you can recognize the Holy Spirit, He will speak to you. Through different things, eh? I'm going to tell you something that happened because it's coming, I can see in the realm of the spirit. One day I went to, I went to see a, a very a famous pastor for, for some other reason. I sat in his office. At that time, we didn't have even a branch. Then he said something. He said, you know, uh, there are, you know, the city is like this, so you have to have uh, churches here. People will not come. He said some comments. 
avuga ibintu ntasobanukiwe ati muri uyu muji ugomba kugira itorero hano hano nturigire nuko avuga ibintu by'urusobe but the reason i had gone to this man was i have gone to see him so that he will apologize for something which he did not apologize for mu byukuri icyari cyanjanye guhura n'uyu mukozi w'Imana kwari kugira ngo asabe imbabazi z'ikintu runaka ariko natangajwe nuko yanze gusaba imbabazi he told me i don't know what you are talking about ariko ati ibyo uvuga nacyo bivuze I don't know what you are talking about. But when I left, I remember that part of the conversation. Wow. And I felt I'm, what he said mm. is, is true. So I decided to start a church. It was first church planting. One here in this side of the city. One on this side. One on that side. Yeah. And that was the beginning of church planting in the city of Accra. Umba, nyuma yuko mutega matwi mitanungu kubwenge. Nkuko yabivuze ko mfata itorero nitangira ibunaka iburashira zuba bwo muji majepfo yaho uko ni kwitorero ryacu bwa mbere byatangirwa amashami kuri cyo gihugu. If you come to Accra. Iyuje muji witwa Accra. We have churches of this size and bigger many Iyuje muji wo muri Akara usanga amatorero iwacu matonkaya nayandi manini cyane iwacu mu muji muri Akara in the same city mu muji umwe umwe apana hanze y'umuji mu muji aha hirya hino urcyo oh yes ego between where i am now when on sundays where i am and where i used to be maximum google maps uh 12 minutes 15 minutes maximum on the road 15 is really long because of left right left right but ubunari mutse ntabwo nyiba mwitoro natangiye rya mbere cathedral nagiye murindi nshumye hagati yaryo niryo rindi rikuru hari minota 15 google maps to his church aho uyu mushumba wundi bishop abarizwa ayobora ni hafi na 20 30 minutes but the google maps from his church to his before church big 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 ones do you use google maps here yes we do yeah. oh yes so god god was ready to speak to me just as he's ready to speak to you today imana any work you are doing any business you are doing but church work God is ready to speak to you how to make it get bigger if your heart is open oh yes I set up a bible school to train pastors to go to places that you cannot easily go you know the poorest places i've ever seen in all my travels is in ghana ahanu hari abantu basa nkabakenye kurusha nibindi bihugu nigeze njya ni muri ghana mu biturage hano oh yes ego ah if i take you deep ndamutse mbacengeje iyo iwacu yo muri ghana every country has a deep it's not like the main road in the city eh? 
with KFC and all those things. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. Oh, yeah. But you see, I have people who are pastors at those places. Because God is ready to give you an idea that can make you grow. And that the idea he gave me was to do the Bible school. So many Rwandans have been to our Bible school. And, and you, you see, one day you will see all over. How do you become a pastor? How did you become a pastor? Gradually. Gradually. So today, as I speak, in the realm of the Spirit, Jesus is standing in front of yes, you. He's ready to tell you something. Do this. This is going to be a secret for your life, for your ministry, for your church. You can go forward. It may not be the way you think it will be. But if you follow him, you will definitely come to a mega church. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, we need to hurry because I'm on point number one. Oh yes. My house may be filled. Number six. You must have a mega church because your harvest field is the whole world. Amen. Amen. The fact that God gives you the world, go ye into all the world. I mean, it shows you that the, 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 the harvest you are going to reap must be very big because the world is your field. Amen. Amen. When you expand your vision in line with Jesus' vision, you start to see increase. Amen. Amen. Rwanda is of concern to me. Amen. Amen. Not because I'm here. Not because I'm here. We have a lot of investments in Rwanda. Money we have spent in Rwanda. Including this building. And other buildings. And properties. That we have invested in this country to, to build the work of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And of course, it's a blessing to the people. Amen. Amen. My field is not Ghana. My field is more than Ghana. Amen. Amen. When your vision becomes bigger, you see, some of you, your vision is only your road, the road you are on. Ha, 
can you have a mega church? Look at our capital cities. Look at how far this church is from the other side. You see, if you have a church here and your, your vision is this area, it's, it is not a big vision. Most pastors are community pastors. Most pastors are road pastors. They're pastor of their road. Did Jesus say, Go you into your road? Go you into your community. Your vision is too small. When Jesus said, Go you into all the world, you have changed it to go you into your community. Yes, this church can never alone impact Kigali. You need at least 10 of these in Kigali. 10 of these. Keep watching. I said, keep watching. He said, your latter end shall be greatly increased. I prophesy for your church. I prophesy for your church. I prophesy for your church. Your latter end is going to be a mega church. Yes. Amen. Wow. Hmm. Number eight. Number seven. You must have a mega church because the biblical example of churches, the example of churches in the Bible had thousands of members, not even hundreds, not even tens, but thousands. Oh yes. In Acts chapter 2, the Bible says those who believed and were added to the church, added to the church, were 3,000. That's a small church in the Bible time when the population of this world was very small. 3,000 people were added Everybody say thousand. The number thousand must be in every pastor's mind. The number thousand must be in your mind and in your heart. You count in thousands. Bible counting is in thousands. Number eight. 
Receive this prophecy. Just like how they count, is it eggs or chicken? They count a dozen. What, what do they count a dozen? Eggs. A dozen. That's 12. A dozen. Do you have dozen in your language? Yes, we do. A dozen. Yes, we do. Ah. How do you say a dozen? So eggs, eggs, we don't count. I'm, I'm giving you one egg. We count a dozen. Yes. That's the smallest. Receive it. A thousand. 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 In Jesus' name, you'll be counting in thousands. When you meet your branch pastors, you will ask them, How many thousand? The days of saying 41 people came to church. The days of saying 45 people in church. It's over, it's over, it's over. Thousand is your destiny. Thousand is the Bible destiny. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen. Amen. You'll be counting properly. When you ask, when you have a council meeting, you ask your pastor who has come for the meeting. This one will say two. This one will say two. This one will say one. This one will say three. And nobody will ask what it means. What do you mean by two? But you know what two means? Two means two thousand. Three means three thousand. What else can it mean? You said two what? How many came to church? You say one. And everybody knows that it's one thousand. You say how many came to church? Everybody knows that it's two thousand five hundred. Receive the mega church prophecy. Hallelujah! <laughs> wow. Amen. Hey. Number eight. You must have a mega church. A mega church means that more souls have been won. More souls. 
This is, this is the heart of Jesus. People should be one to Christ. Souls should be saved. Once I had a vision, I saw a heart. And I said, what is this? And the Lord said, this is my heart. And I said, what is your heart? Said, my heart is souls. souls. Amen. Number nine. You must have a mega church because in a mega church there are more workers. Okay. Oh yes. Matthew chapter 9 verse 38 Pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest and ask him to send more workers. More workers. God wants more workers. So it's, it's in a large church. Oh yes. You must have a mega church number 10 because you have more ministers of the gospel. Number 11, you have, have a mega church, you have more prayer warriors. Amen. In my church, I have over 3,000 pastors. Yes. That's, that's a church. That's already a church. I have three. I have three pastors. Lava Shabaloba. How many pastors? Oh, just three. It means three thousand. I declare everyone here is declared a mega church pastor. You are declared a mega church pastor. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Number 12. A mega church because in a large church there is more expectation. Oh yes. Luke three fifteen. As the people were in expectation, and all men mused in their hearts whether he was the Christ. There were people were in expectation. expectation is important. Oh yes. In a large church, you have more miracles. Oh yes. You know, the more people you have, more miracles. Because, you know, when it's a small crowd, sometimes there's nobody who is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Everybody so you No, know, I remember one day I was in uh, Pretoria. And, uh, we, our church was just beginning. And I don't know which group it was, but it was a small group. 
When I was preaching, it was a service. At least maybe 21 people or maybe 28. And I finished preaching a beautiful sermon. Suddenly the Holy Spirit said to me, pray for the sick. And I look at the 21 people there. <laughs> and I said, this is the voice of the devil. <laughs> Satan wants to embarrass me <laughs> after I've preached a beautiful sermon. Then I heard a voice. I've not heard that voice like that before. If you don't pray for the people, I'll kill you. I was terrified. I said, everybody put your hand where your sickness is right Put your hand where your sickness is right And I said, I don't, mind. I don't care what happens. Because I don't want to die. So I prayed for the sick. And I said, well, if anybody is healed, lift up your hand. Small room. Then in the corner, a young boy lifted up. He said, I'm, I'm healed. I said, You're healed. So he came. I said, What was wrong with you? He said, This eye it has been blind since I was, since I was small. This eye is blind. As soon as you prayed, the the eye opened. I I now understand why God said he was going to kill me. I was shocked. But you see, you have to understand when there are a few people, maybe they are not even feeling sick. Yes. But when you have a mega church and there's large crowds oh yes yes. you see more miracles there are going to be more miracles in your ministry oh yes signs and wonders don't worry with this money When, when we take offering then you come and put it okay wow what a blessing. I see somebody here receiving a miracle ministry. Number 14, when you have a mega church, there's more evangelism. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. More evangelism. Healing Jesus campaign. How do you think we finance it? It's from the church. Yes. Without a big church, sitting behind me, we cannot come. Because no church pays for anything at the crusade. All the churches in Rwanda, no, no church gives money to the cruise campaign. Yes. We rather have people who want to get money from us. And pastors who want to take money from us. 
Aba pastora ahubwo nibo bashaka kudukura amafaranga. People want to charge to play instruments. Yes. It's amazing. But we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't. The conference is free. I gave books to the whole of Rwanda. How is this possible? Who do, where do you think it comes from? There is a mega church sitting behind me. Yes. If you don't have a mega church, many things you cannot do. Okay. Oh, yes. I can't I can't point to any millionaire that I know who is supporting us. Yes. I'm just like any other pastor. We all have members who say, Pastor, pray for me. I'm going to do business. When I prosper, ah, I will help the church. And when they go and they prosper, they stop coming to church. Do you have such people in your church? I remember one guy, he, he used to drive a, in those days a Cherokee Jeep. Very beautiful car. And he started coming to church. He said, Pastor, ah, pray for me. I'm going to do business. Cashew nuts. Cashew nuts. Plantations. When I prosper, when it works, business you will see. Ah. I've not seen him again, this man. Uh, maybe he didn't prosper, I don't know. So you, you, you don't have to depend on people. There are people who have individuals say, you pay my electricity, pay the electricity bill, you pay a car, you pay this. You know? It is a way, but there is a, a way that the church, when it is powerful, when it is strong. Ah. You know, if, if pastors knew what is in the church, they will always just focus on the church. Yeah. Yeah. If you knew what is in the church, you focus on, on building your church. are not serious. Yeah. They wouldn't even buy a book on, on, on a mega church. Number 15. You must have a mega church because a mega church has a higher income. Amen. Amen. Higher income. More money. 
You don't aim for money. You aim for church. But with the church, you can also have money. Oh, yes. Amen. Yes. You don't aim for money. Your vision must not be money. Recently, I, st- I started a church with the young people. Oh, yes. I left the church with the grown-ups. Oh, yeah. And rich people. I left, I left all of them. And moved to this new other side. With First love church. First love. Oh, yes. And the old church, they have rich people, eh? Hey. People who sell uh, iron rods. Building materials. Cutting materials. People who are businessmen. I left all of them. And I went to the children. Ah, the children have they have nothing. Students. When they something they, they send me messages, sometimes they just share phones. When you send a message, they say, This is this person using this phone. This is this person using this phone. No, they don't have money. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And they grew, they became a lot. And today, you should see when I take offerings for prisoners. That's even one of the ways I know. I get more money for the prisoners from the children. Wow. Now I get a bigger offering from the children than from the rich people. Yes. Because I always take an offering for prisoners. I always look after prisoners. Yes. Always. Yes, we feed all the time. Yes. And on the days that we all do it, the children give more than the grown-ups. Don't 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 look at people. You are rich, I will will, will be your friend. You see some pastors only visiting rich people. They go to the church members and say, ah, we've come to pray for you and your children. And you are hoping that the family that you visited will wrap some cakes for you to take home. Amen. Number 16, a mega church is important because you have special ministries. Amen. Amen. What do you mean by special ministries? 
Special ministries are like things like uh, schools, orphanages, prisons, ministries, hospitals, but it's only possible with a mega church. Amen. Amen. So now that our church is a mega church in Ghana, we have a lot of special ministries. Our church has the largest orphanage in Ghana. We just build a hospital for cripples, only cripples. Yeah. And then the, the new hospital that we are building is for the blind and deaf, uh, deaf and blind. Only. Everything is free for them. Who is paying for it? America. No, 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 no. Bill Gates. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is dead. But the church. The church. You people, the church is a very great thing. It's a very, very great thing. Yes, church is a great thing. When the church is there, many things come out of the church. One day, our church in Rwanda. We also have special ministries. Yes. But the church is not an NGO. The first work of a church is not those things. Our primary mandate is to preach the gospel. Amen. Amen. How many want a mega church? Mega church is very exciting. If the church can grow, it's very exciting. Now, a large church means you have made full proof of your ministry. Second Timothy Timothy chapter 4 verse 5, it says, But you keep your eye on what you are doing. Accept the hard times along with the good. Keep the message alive. Do a thorough job as God's servant. Wow. Number 18. You must have a mega church because there are more beloveds or people you can marry. Hey. And number 19, you must have a mega church because in a mega church there's more weddings, marriages. Amen. Amen. More. Yes. More. Now, when your church is small, you have a problem of who do you marry. 
And if you are a pastor, you know that you want all your children to marry nicely. Oh, yes. And now, because we don't do polygamy, we have a problem of not enough husbands. In Tanzania, Tanzania, 10 million more women than men. So, this problem is solved in a mega church. Oh yes. And God is going to provide somebody nice for you. Your type will be in the church. You know, one day I met a sister. And I said, I don't see you in church. She said, yes, pastor. I have started going to this other church. I said, why? How could you go to this other church? She said, pastor, my type of man is not in your church. Because your church is so small that my type is not there. Hey. Uh, when she said that, I was very angry. So I rebuked her in the name of Jesus. I said, How can you say that? How can you do that? So when I went to church the next Sunday, I look at the congregation and I realize that what she said was true. Her type was not in the church. Hey. She was this type of sophisticated banking. She works in the bank, this, that, work like this, like a queen. And, and my small church in the classroom. Her type was not in the church. But when you have a mega church, when you have a mega church, your type will be in the church. If you like short ones, we have short sisters. If you like tall sisters, we have tall ones. If you like mega sisters, big fat ones for you. Slim ones. Whatever age you want. Whatever age you want. 
Oh yes. Asabar. Recently one of the brothers in my church he, he wanted a wife. So he told me. And you know how old he was? He was uh, 80. So I said, Oh, I have a sister, she's 75. <laughs> I have a sister, she's 75. She'll be good for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when your church is very small, even by the age of 30, you may not easily get somebody. Oh, yes. And people like going to churches where there are more weddings. Oh, yes. I see more weddings happening in your church. Mega church with weddings. In the name of Jesus. Wow. You must have a mega church number 20 because when there is a mega church, there are more connections. Amen. Amen. Number 21, there are more employers. To help to employ people. Many times I have told people in my church, please employ somebody, employ this. People. Oh, yes. Mega church. Oh, yes. I know employers. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hey, mega church. More connections. Once I was in uh, South America. And uh, I was in a mega church preaching. And uh, I was supposed to leave on uh, one of these aeroplanes, these American planes. And uh, the pastor said, uh, we, we checked the flight. They said, you cannot, there's no space, nothing. You cannot go. The pastor said, no. The people are in my church. Wait. He, he called the people. He said, I need place in this plane. They me. It was done. The, the plane which was full now had space. Oh, yes. Connections. Connection. Oh, yes. In my church, anytime I want to speak, see the president, I just have to, I just have to call one of my mega church members. I say, About uh, three weeks ago, I wanted to see the president about something. 
Ibyumwe bitatu bishize nifuza guhura na president hari cyo nshaka kumubaza. I just call my church member say tell president I want to see him. Mbira umukiristo wacu nibwira president ngo ndashaka guhura nawe. The president made a way. He, come. President Hitasa and I come to see him. Three, three minutes. Minuta mi chemu. Wait for me. Arama magaz. So when you have a small church. You fit to rituarero. Nobody in your church even knows a policeman. Na numukiristo wa uziranye no police. Ha mu police baziranye. Hey. Receive a mega church. Achira iglesia komeye. Amen. Number 22. When you have a mega church, all needs will be met. All needs are met. The Bible says in Acts 2.44, all those who had believed were together and had all things in common and they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all as many as might have need. All needs are met. What do you need? What do you need? There is always a member who does that business or who, who does that work. Amen. Number 23, you must have a mega church because a mega church will accomplish the biblical quota of 25% of the population being in the church. Oh, yes. Because the sower went out to sow and one of the seeds fell out of four in the good ground. That means that 25% or one out of four, you must expect a good result. Amen. Number 24, you must have a mega church because a mega church is a force to reckon with. Yeah. You know, people are, people are afraid of a large church. Yeah. Because a, a, a church, you know, pastors and teachers, if they can talk in a way, it will make the mind of the people change. And as the church becomes bigger, yeah. you see that 
it is a force to recognize. One time I was at the airport and one person he was campaigning to be a president he saw me on the flight and he introduced me to his brother. He said, this is the pastor of the biggest church in Ghana. So he told him, yes, he knew. You you have to be careful. Our church alone can change the result of elections. That's why there are spies here today. Some people sitting here, you are spies. Even pastors are spies. Some pastors both work for spies and as pastors. Because to be a good spy, you must blend. So you must become like you are a normal pastor. But Number one one rule of a spy, blend in. Don't stand out. You have to blend in. Ask your neighbor, are you the spy he's talking about? Number 25. You must have a mega church because the glory of the latter church will be greater than the glory of the former. Amen. Stand to your feet and let's pray for a moment. So this is point number one. I'm giving you 15 points. Amen. Lift your hand and pray, Lord. Grant unto me the grace to have a mega church. Malala bazambonde lebushka talabahayala malenge perediso brodisha lakus preliga zamoshadaka mizinarja yesu by the grace by the grace mazobaradoske rebote magazuplela mashantola mayekaba matasunda la babayanda it's coming upon me it's coming upon somebody the grace to build we are departing from small churches and small groups. Father, I receive the grace to build a mega church. To have a lot of members. A lot, a lot, a lot. More, more, Lord. Grant me the grace. 
not to be satisfied with little. The mega church. Take me on that journey, Lord. Take me on that journey, Lord. Take me on that journey. Put in me that vision, Lord. I receive the vision, the vision, the vision to build the mega church. Lift your hands and receive that grace. Lift your hands and receive that grace. My Yakatapa as a pastor. As a pastor. Your latter end must be greater than your former. Mako Shama Yandala Baba. Ramazama. More branches, more members, more income, more weddings. Maraba, thousands are moving from tens and hundreds to thousands. Matos Kimandala Baba, Mayata Garabazi Maya. The era of tens and hundreds, that era is ending, Lord. I'm moving into thousands. Mandara Baba, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated.